Welcome back to the pregame podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Galt, here with my co-host, Jake Fortell. What's up, guys? And it's been a minute, but we have returned, and we have a jam-packed show for you today. Sports are back, baby. Let's go. The NBA has returned. Baseball has returned. I've been watching basketball during my job for the last two days now. Jeez. It makes me so happy. I'm making money it's, off DraftKings. It's March Madness. This is March. our March Madness. This is our March Madness. Absolutely. I love it. You know, we had, we missed out on college basketball this year, but now it's basically a tournament style. Going into the postseason starts April 18th, something like that. Yeah. NBA is having games literally all day long, and I couldn't be any happier about it. There's so much going on. Jake, how about you tell us about our first topic here today? So, the MLB is back. Everybody's excited. 60-game season, and it might be over. It might even be the first of Miami Marlins have, what, half their team test positive for coronavirus. Nine players. Nine right? Probably more. I think it was more than that. Maybe 12. I yeah, it was something. It was half the team. It was ridiculous. So everyone's like, oh, flipping out. Like Rob Manfred comes out and goes, oh, hey, trust me. The season will go on. Just suspend the games. Next, a week later, the Philadelphia Phillies, half their team gets coronavirus. What are these guys doing? Why can't they be subtle and be, all right, here, we'll go home, go to the ballpark, we'll play baseball, and then we'll go back. Why can't they do that? Like, why? Like, they, because you know what this is doing for us, for NFL fans? Screwing them over. Because this is what the NFL is going to have to do, too. So, my take on it. I wish baseball would have just did what the NBA is doing. The NBA is having no trouble nope, at, at all. all with the bubble down in Florida. While MLB, they're traveling to and from cities every night. They have to go sleep in hotels. They have to monitor. It's so much to monitor. And they have games every other night. Yeah. So with that much moving around the country, it makes sense that this is going to happen to teams. I'm not worried about the NFL, and here's why. Baseball has a game every other day. Yeah. And they have to move frequently. Football, one day a week. Every Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm conf- I don't know if they'll be doing Monday and Thursday night football. <gasps> I'd be confused if they did, honestly, because it would just make travel a lot harder on teams. But you're monitor you're monitoring what your players are doing all week. They're in one location. You move them one time throughout the week, and then you're there. That's it. With baseball, you go city to city to city constantly. Yeah, you're always moving in baseball and everything like that. But you know. Hopefully we have a season in football. I think we will. And football is only 16 games compared yeah. to the 60 that baseball wants to play. I agree. I see that. Um, like for most teams in baseball, that's halfway through the season for football teams. Yeah. By how, how many games they played. So I'm not too worried about football. Just I like betting on baseball. So I really yeah. want the season to continue going, going on. My teams, are, my Detroit Tigers are doing good. Finally. And then you know what happens? We play the freaking Phillies, and we can't play now. It's killing us. Just get to 500 before the season cancels out. We are at 500 right now. All right, you're good. We're good. Season can end. Yeah, we're happy. making the playoffs, baby. Wow, the Reds, they've been disappointing it's, as all yeah. can be. I don't under 
bats aren't woke I've up I've heard yet. all of – I'm not the biggest baseball fan. I couldn't name you four players. But everyone's saying how good the Reds are. And then they came out and they crapped the bed terribly. So I'm fine with baseball as long as NBA is good because NBA is my priority. Speaking of the NBA, one of the biggest surprise stories of the bubble so far is TJ Warren in the Indiana Pacers. TJ Warren came back. They've been dealing with injuries. DeMontis Sabonis can't play. I believe he's outside the bubble or he's actually injured. Victor Oladipo has been banged up constantly. Hasn't been the same person. Hasn't been the same ball player. TJ Warren has come back from quarantine and played like one of the best players in basketball. Dude put up 50-plus the first night he played against the Sixers. Followed that by a 34-point performance. And then followed that back up with another 30-point performance. Guy can't miss right now. No. and He's balling. I don't think anyone would have ever saw this coming, especially the Phoenix Suns, the team that traded him for cast considerations. Can you believe that? A player of his caliber at this point. When he was a Sun... And this makes you think why the Suns have been so painfully mediocre for so long. Because they cannot develop talent the way that other teams can. Indiana brings him in. He couldn't shoot threes, wasn't a real defender, wasn't a he could score, but he was averaging maybe thirteen a game. They've made him an actual like as of right now, he's playing like an all star. Yeah, he's hooping, dude. He is going off every night. It's like, before I even knew who he was. And then we're watching that one game, and he goes, crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're like, me and you look at each other, we're watching the game together, we're like, dude, this guy's going to be something. Like, we saw that night. He's going off every night now. I mean, TJ Warren's a dog. And they're fifth seed in the East right now, which would put them up against the Miami Heat in the first round, which would be a great matchup. The one thing about NBA, and we'll get into this later, there are a lot of teams that, have a chance of actually ch- having a championship run. Yeah. Which, dude, the good. past years, we have not had. We've had like two or three teams. It's been teams. LeBron. It's been the Warriors. Now, we've got about eight teams that can actually contend for a championship yeah. this year. And I'm so excited for the playoffs. But I want to continue having the NBA season go on. I love seeing all the teams come back. One of the most surprising teams of the bubble, the Phoenix Suns. They're last in the West right now from the play teams that are being able to play. I believe they're only three games out from the nine seed or the eight seed with the Memphis. West. So the eighth seed in the West is up for grabs. Memphis. Memphis has lost all their games. They've lost all three of them. They lost their, I want to say, third best player. I'll probably say he's the third, third or second. Best. Uh, I think Valanchunas is their best player. Ja. I don't know if he's you gotta I think put he's ja better than there. Ja though. I you think got, he's better I don't know. You gotta put Ja up there. You gotta put uh Jackson up there. Jackson. Or um who's their kid from Michigan State. Yeah, I'm talking about Jaron Jackson. Trey oh, J. That's yeah. who we're talking about. He got he's hurt. hurt. He got hurt. Gosh dang it. Trey J. Jaron Jackson Jr. is out for the season, leaving a big hole in their offense because he's such a vital point to that team. Yeah, he's I mean, third best then they need somebody to actually come up and step up and dylan brooks did that today but it wasn't enough for that team brandon clark has not been playing good ball 
One guy that I really like in their rotation, he comes off the bench, Kyle Anderson. He's a former Spur, the 30th pick in 2014. Not a very athletic guy, but he's sneaky. He has really good playmaking ability. He can kind of stretch the floor, but doesn't often. I really like his addition. When he's on the court, they just move so well together. But it's such a big talent difference between him and Trey J. Trey J can be a actual star one day in this league. He plays good defense. He can stretch the floor. He's very athletic. I agree. Losing him is going to be vital for that Memphis team. And with them already losing games, they have a really tough matchup coming up next in the next five games they of the season. They have the 13th hardest schedule. I think they will lose their eighth seed spot. And that does not discredit their season at all. They had a great season. Memphis so was, I thought, one of the worst teams in basketball going into Sur- the season. They're a surprise team. John Morant kind of, and Trey J, like we're saying, kind of shot that team out of nowhere. Like I think every, a lot of people undervalue that squad. With Valanchunas, he's a really solid center in this league and stretch the floor. Valanchunas. Jonas Valanchunas. <laughs> I, he's just a solid, solid big. He didn't really work in Toronto. That trade for Marcus Hall was good for both teams. Obviously, I think now, obviously Toronto won the championship with the deal, but I think Valanciunas has been a bigger part for Memphis than Marcus Hall has been for Toronto. And then they have Valanciunas, a really good role players, Brandon Clark, Dylan Brooks, you know, Kyle Anderson, and then you have Trey J and John Morant. That's a solid team moving forward. Yeah. And the fact that you made it to the eighth seed with such low expectations, hey, congrats to you. Even if you don't make the playoffs, under these circumstances, completely understood. They're a young team. They lack a real veteran leadership quality. But I think throughout the future, this is a team to look out for. I agree. But with teams with veterans, the ninth seed, the current ninth seed, the Portland Trailblazers, I think, are going to steal that spot. I agree. Actually, they're the 10th seed. The Spurs are in the 9th seed. But I think Portland is going to take that spot. Whether they actually get the 8th seed from Memphis or they beat out San Antonio in the playing game. In the play-in yeah, game. there'll be a play-in game, so I think they'll beat them out. Tell me them. if I'm wrong. So the play-in game, the 9th seed and the 8th seed play. play a game. Do they play one game or two? Because I heard if... The eighth seed loses the first game. They have to play twice. Eighth seed, I heard, eighth seed has to win one. Yeah, that's how it ninth is. Ninth seed eighth, has to win two. Yeah, ninth seed has to win two. So it's kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like in when you're playing like a Madden tournament with your buddies and you it's have a, a double elimination. You have to lose. And the, the kid who lost the first round, like Jackson normally does, has to go up against <laughs> yeah, right. a champion, me, and like has to beat me twice, but it really never happened. So, yeah. That, that's how, that's, that's how what works. I remember seven months ago when Lamar Jackson tore you up against the Giants. Lamar, that was the Giants, buddy. <laughs> Take it easy. The Giants. That was before Baltimore was really good, though. Lamar Jackson is still Lamar Jackson. He was only like an 80 at that point. It doesn't though. matter. All right. But um, to go back to what I was talking about, the Portland Trailblazers have come into the bubble hot. They have. You know? Who knew Carmelo Anthony had this much left in the tank? I did. Melo's a dog, dude. Did you did you hear the press the uh thing the press conference the guy had last night? I can't remember who passed him the ball. Was it who passed? Damien? No, I think his Dame was on the other side. 
Someone I didn't catch the game last night. I didn't either. I didn't I fell asleep. And at the end of the game, um whoever had the ball, I think it was was it maybe McCullen had the ball. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who had the ball. It's because they gave it away. He heard he goes, Oh, I heard out of one ear, I said I heard Dame yell, Hey, give me the ball. One more. And then I heard one more I heard Mello's voice go, To the left, now. And he said, I had to go as a legend here. I gotta pass it to the left. He made that shot, and it's going crazy. Carmelo Anthony has been a vital addition, beating the Houston Rockets, the team that let go of him a month into the season because they they were they were struggling franchise at the time. They were they're still a really good team. That's when they had Chris Paul and James Harden, and they were losing games, and no one can make it out. So as an escape goat, they just cut Melo, yeah. and Melo was out of job for a year plus. And a bunch of analytical guys said Mello was a no-go. Dude doesn't shoot threes. He's been lighting it up. He's been a vital addition to that Portland team. Adding veteran leadership. Letting people know when he gets rebounds, you know. Yeah, I love, I, I'm happy he's back in the league, dude. I'm, I'm happy they give him a chance. And it's working out for them. It's working out for both parties kind of there right now. So They are one of the hottest teams in the league. And that is something the Lakers should be scared of. I agree. Going to I the think eight seed, I think they should be scared of the, um, like we said, Portland. And I think they got to be scared of uh, the defending champs. So you still got to be scared of them. Toronto, Toronto, for sure. Toronto. A lot of people. So I was talking to my dad, and he was like, "Oh, they have no chance. They're not even that good a team. That's all Kawhi." He's like, "They don't even have players." And that's the thing about. The Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors have stars. They're underlooked. No idea how they're still underlooked. They won the championship last year with almost the exact same roster. Minus have, Kawhi Leonard. Minus Kawhi. Pascal yeah. Siakam is one of the best fours in yeah. the league, easily. And Kyle Lowry is a very underrated point guard to this day. People make fun of him because of his build. But Kyle Lowry can ball, and he's a really good leader. He yeah. led that team in the finals. Him, obviously, Kawhi, Kawhi led there, them, yeah. but he was a very he was number a leader. Two, he's good number yeah, two. Yeah, he was a veteran leader yeah. there. And Fred Van Vliet's been balling out. Yep. They've just got guys. They've got depth. They've got scoring. They've got defense. I think the Toronto Raptors are a team to watch out for a back-to-back. I agree. Another finals appearance this season. Like Jordan did in 96-97, back-to-back. Or LeBron every single year for the last, like, eight years. Yeah. So, to go back, I think that Portland's going to take over the eighth seed, and I think they'll all have to match up with the Lakers, and I think that's going to be tough. Now, the thing about Portland, they don't defend well, which that's good if you're a Lakers fan because Lakers have been struggling offensive-wise. Now, here's the thing. Do you think it's – Yes, it's because of this, like it's them coming out of the into the bubble and it's kind of a restart. But these games that the Lakers play now don't matter. They already clinched the number one seed. It's all about rhythm right now, yeah. and just getting in shoot there or and, shoot. Yeah, just getting in, getting a feel for the game, getting ready for the playoffs at this point. Yeah, but you still want to win games. You do, but they already clinched the number one seed. They don't really have to win. They can just kind of. The one, the one thing you don't want going into a playoff spot is that mindset of it, losing. Yeah, just you coasting. The, you don't want to coast. Yeah, I see what you're saying. 
and you haven't played for so long, I think you have to give it your all. I think obviously not full hundred percent, but at least ninety eight. Yeah, you know, as a team, you've got to get going, and maybe they really a LeBron a game or so. They need LeBron to really have a really good postseason for this Thank team you, to be Will. successful. But Portland, they're no tough out. I don't think that Portland wins the series by any means, but I could definitely see us. They keep it close. A really tough six, seven game. I series. think seven game series. Damian, one of the best players, not point clutch guards, players, one of the best clutch players in basketball when healthy. CJ McCollum, very underrated two guard, and of course Mello. And one thing about Portland, they have not had Yusuf Nurkic. All before the quarantine happened. Nurka came back just in time for quarantine. So he's a really big addition to yeah. that offense. He's one of the best scoring centers in the league. He's a top it's, 10 They're going to be a center. scary team. I think they take the Lakers a seven if when they make it. That, they're a tough out. I, and LeBron, he had, how much does he have left in the tank after all this? He, after not playing for so long, hopefully that helps him out. I think it will. But – I don't know. There, this is a tough playoff matchup for the Lakers. All right, let's go ahead have a live read. We'll be right back. This is the pregame podcast. If you're in need of top of the line lawn care service, look no further than Three Bros. Call four one nine two six two four four three four. That is four one nine two six two four four three four for an estimate today. When you need a mow, call a bro. Three bros and a mower for all your lawn care and garden needs. Welcome back to the pregame podcast. So, well, we've kind of talked a lot about basketball. Let's kind of change subjects here. Let's move into football. So the last three weeks, the NFL has kind of been, they've been putting out their top 100 list like they do every year after a season. The list is made by the players. By the players. Yep. By the players. So, I'll give you the – this is the top five players have voted. These are the top five best players in football. And this is probably one of the most controversial Very. top one. I think it best. is. I think it is. At number five, we have Michael Thomas from the Saints. Fair. Fair. Best receiver in football. Number four, Patrick Mahomes. Now, this is where it gets ridiculous. I think that's the worst take Ever. Like, I've seen the, in the top 100 list. Is this before this season even started? Like, this was just like last season they walked, walked the kid? Like, there's he, no way he, he took him been. to the Super Bowl. He took him to the Super Bowl and won it for them. He's down. They were down almost 20 points in every game. They were losing in every game. And they come back and win the Super Bowl. I mean, he could have been number one last and year. And put him four. <laughs> okay. Let's see who number three is. Aaron Donald. Fair. 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 Aaron Donald. always top yep. three. Best defensive player in the NFL. Number two, Russell Wilson. I love Russell I, I, Wilson. R- not Wilson. better than Mahomes. No, not better than Mahomes. So I, I'd say they trade spots so far. So Mahomes and him would switch sats. I wouldn't switch them. I'd switch this one. And then at number one, you put Lamar Jackson. Now. Now, why? Why put Lamar Jackson at number one? Oh, is because he broke Mike Vick's record. He took the Baltimore Ravens. Hey, and not to take anything away from Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is top five. I switch him is. with Mahomes. I though. would too. Yep, hundred percent. I'd I'd probably take just skill wise. I'd probably take Michael Thomas over Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar is number five. If I'm reconstructing this top five. Okay, so who? Okay, who's your top five? Because I have mine. I five. Mine I'd have be. Lamar. Okay. Then I would have Michael Thomas. Okay. 
Aaron Donald. Who are the uh wait. Aaron Donald would be your four or three. No, I had oh Michael Thomas, Aaron Donald, Russell Wilson, and, then and Patrick then Mahomes. Mahomes. So yeah, mine would be Mahomes, Wilson. I'd put Mike at three, probably. Okay. I feel like defense is kind of he's always up there. Yeah. Donald, then Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's a great talent. Mahomes is a transcendent talent in this league. There's a reason dude got half a Billy. Yeah. He <laughs> and he bought a and he has a part ownership of a baseball team now. Like Kansas City Royals, right? Yeah, Kansas City Royals. He bought that when he they were playing the Tigers, which the Tigers did draft him, so I'd like him to give a little credit and to the Tigers for yeah. noticing talent <laughs> before anyone else stick around and did spell. Yeah, Detroit, yeah. of all cities, Dude, can we have, recognize talent, Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> we might not have Super, Bowl, Super Bowls yet. Every Detroit team can recognize talent. We just can't develop it. They, and they don't want to go to Detroit either. <laughs> yeah. But Mahomes is the best player in football. 100%. Dude. He's one of the best quarterbacks ever to play. Like, dude. By the, by the end of his career. He'll be one of the best quarterbacks. He'll be the best quarterback of all time if he keeps this up. Okay. Barring injury. Yep. He's going to be the greatest quarterback to ever play. I'm saying this. Whenever Brady retires and Mahomes retire, Brady will have probably six or seven rings, right? Yep. Say he wins a few more. Or say say he's whatever he has. Patrick Mahomes will have more rings than him. Guaranteed. If he stays healthy and has that team around him, I think he and that coaching staff, I think the he thing has is more. about keeping the team around him. Um, look, the talent obviously that's possible. Yep. The New England Patriots. Look at what they were given. They were given three incompetent teams in their division. Yep. The Jets, Bills, and Dolphins all were just bad throughout this whole time in New England. While the Chiefs, they have Oakland, who they're bad. They're bad. They've they've been poorly ran for over fifteen years. Yep. Chargers, who are actually a talented team, they have, they will be good for a few. I think give them a few years. They've mm-hmm. always been good, though. That's yeah. the thing. Other, they had a little skid for three years, but that's a solid team. Yeah, I agree. And then you have Denver, who was in a Super Bowl like, within the last five years. Yeah. So. I get it. I get your take completely. I don't agree with it. I think winning six Super Bowls is imp- – there's a me. reason only one quarterback's ever done that. Okay, but, I mean – And is Andy Reid going to be there the whole time? I think so. I don't know how much longer Andy Reid has coaching. Yeah. Due to age and health, I you know. So, look, the Chiefs, I think, are – in the Super Bowl again next year. I agree. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. I they I'd lock them in for at least three. Okay. I I'd mean, lock them in for three. Okay. And I saw a tweet by ESPN and they asked if Patrick Mahomes retires today, is he a Hall of Famer? I say no. No, not right now. Give him a few more years, and I think so, yes. I don't think it's a fair question. I think if he even played two more seasons at this level and he wins another MVP, 
in I think Super it's, Bowl, yeah. In another Super Bowl. I, I don't think. even think he has to win another Super Bowl. If he just has another MVP, I think, yeah. If he plays four, if he has four playing seasons, yeah. I agree. I mean, Mahomes is a talent, dude. He is one of the best talents. But the sample size isn't large enough quite yet to be a Hall of Famer. He's only played opinion. a year, two years now. This is his second playing year. Second playing year. So, yeah. Give him a year, another few years, I think. Then, yes. Yeah. So, I agree. Kind of sticking in football. We had a schedule release. We had a schedule week. release today. And everyone's saying, oh, college football won't play. There's no college football. The Big Ten comes out a few weeks ago and says, hey, we'll do a conference-only schedule, and we'll release it at a later date. Today is at later date. The Ohio State University has came come out with their – Schedule. Do you want to pick the Let's, wins and losses? Oh, yeah. 100%. Right. Ready? Let's do it. Week one, September 3rd. Win. Against <laughs> Illinois. At Illinois, it's a Thursday night game. What's the – what do you think the over-under is? I don't know. How say wins? 30? Eh, probably. <laughs> Illinois is going to get destroyed. Destroyed. Next week, September third or September 12th, Rockers. Where is that oh. at? Ohio in Columbus, I think. Yeah, in Columbus. Yeah, that's we're walking Ohio. all over, putting our third, putting our third strings for that game. We don't need anyone yeah, else. Seriously. That's Next up, Ohio. September nineteenth, Purdue at Purdue. Okay. Gonna be a hard game. I we'll think win. Ohio State pulls that one out. We'll win. September twenty sixth at our home against Indiana. I think that's we get Indiana is always giving us kind of trouble, but I think at we win home. that. I know. Not a chance we lose that. October third. A bye week. I think we win that one. Close. Uh, it's going to be a close. tough one. T- toss up. I think it's a tough October 10th, home against Nebraska. That's win. That's an easy win. Easy win. Next week, October 17th, up in Michigan at Ann Arbor. Or not Ann Arbor. Um, Michigan State, my bad. Oh, against Michigan State. Michigan State. I think we oh, win that okay. one. Yeah, we'll win. <coughs> Bless you. Then, October 24th, the Game of games. The Ohio State University against that team up north. Blow out. Yeah, that's so We blow them out. Is that the last game of the no. season? That's not the last no. game. No. Why? That, I don't know. I do not like that. What is? I'll get to it. Relax. Hurry. October 31st, <laughs> we have Maryland at Maryland. When? Next week. November 7th. Do we play Wisconsin? No, we do not. At oh, dude, this schedule Wisconsin is easy. At Penn State. It's going oh. to probably be a night game. Is Penn State any good this year? I don't know. Penn State. They won't have fans. I don't care. Oh, yeah, there's no this fans. Talent, there's no dude. whiteout. This is all talent. No whiteout. None no, of that. No, we're good. Baloney. Bye week for the next one. How many games? Oh. And then. The last, the last game is Iowa at, at Columbus. When? When? Undefeated. Undefeated, never lost. The only game that's somewhat difficult is Penn State. Yeah. I mean, I that's agree. a cupcake schedule. But No Wisconsin? Nope. Come on. We'll probably play them in the Big Ten Championship game. Um, Flexible schedules, like November 28th through the December 19th, those will kind of still, like, flux. Like, they'll still move around if something happens. So, Okay. It's not set in stone, but this is kind of an outlook for the Ohio State season. Dude, Ohio State's going to go undefeated this year. Yeah. we. So, 
I, mean, I don't think I, there's a sink. The only tough game is Penn State, and they don't have home field advantage. That's leverage. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it. I think Ohio State will make it. I, I, I mean, are we? What are we ranked right now? I don't think they haven't came. They haven't really came out with rankings. Oh well, then I don't know. We'll probably finish number one or two. We'll definitely be top four. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, they have a college football playoff. I don't know. That's what they haven't said yet, though. So, but UConn today they canceled their season. Oh no! But I wonder if <laughs> the only reason they kind of canceled is because they left their conference last year. And kind of were like, oh, we'll go on our own. They don't have enough money, so they kind of had to cancel. Just cancel the football team. No yeah. one cares about you. No one cares. You're, you're, you're a women's basketball school, basically. Facts. And a men's basketball no, school. Yeah, they're good at men's, men's and women's basketball. But what, their women's they're team, for women's, their women's but... team is unbelievable. They're they're really good coach. So, I mean, let's just hope there's a season for yeah. both. I'm surprised that they have a schedule that's out already. Yeah, um, I was – if, saw, now, okay. if you're the NCAA, if you can't have college football playoffs, are you having a season? Uh, yeah, but what? There's not going to be a champion, so like, what's it, the point? Yeah, what's the point? That's just dumb. Yeah. Plus, there's an asterisk. Like, are you going to be able to go down and play Alabama? Are you going to yeah. be able to play in Oregon or whoever is a good team this year? Like yeah, are they Clemson. Do, are they going to have to do it where they? Like an NFL team, if they're not home, doing a home game or something, do they like, hey, can we borrow your stadium, put our two teams in there, we'll disinfect it and everything? Or how are they going to do the couch football class? That's the biggest thing. The thing, NFL, it'll work. College football, they aren't paid athletes. No, they're not. So, so and be, they're students. So you can't students really. first. Put, you can't put them at risks as yeah. you can a football player. Guy who gets paid to do that. So, I, I'm not sure what to make of it yet. Hopefully there's a season, but... I hope there is. Dude. We'll see. So, um, is there any NFL other news in the NFL? Um, well, Matthew Safford, I was concerned earlier this week. He was put on the COVID-19 list. It was a false testing. False testing? False testing. No way. He had to get two negative tests, and he got two negative tests Thank in a row. God. So everyone, his family's good. He's good. Kenny Galladay is good. He was also put on the list. He's good now. How about Hawkinson? I didn't see anything about Hawkinson. He was on that list. It. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Hope he's okay. He was your first-round pick a few years ago. Yeah, I can't believe we spent a first-round pick on a tight end. When have we ever done that? How's Eric Ebron doing? Shut up. Oh, he's not on the so, team anymore. Thank goodness Matthew Savard's actually going to play. I believe I saw another quarterback that happened with – Oh, Garner Minshew. Oh, he's good to go oh, to. Oh, thank God. Yeah. George Jesus. He's, I mean, dude, watch <laughs> out for that team. Watch out for the Saxonville Jaguars. Hey, they're failing for Fields and tanking for Trevor. Unless you're Jacob Bortel, then they're going almost 500. Yes, sir. Um, Let's go ahead switch topics back to basketball. Devin Booker. And the Phoenix Suns are undefeated in the bubble. Now, they're far out from the eighth seed. They might be able to make a ninth seed run. But this team is balling. DeAndre Ayton, Aaron Baines. They have Sour cream. Sour cream, baby. Um, and of course, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is balling out. Hit a game winner over Paul George. And one thing I saw on Twitter. There is a two-minute video of Paul George just getting game winners in his eye. 
which I didn't realize how often Dude, he that gets hit on a lot. Last year was a Dame one, Damian. and Dame did the waving at him. Like, yep, Paul George having to go up against Miami in the playoffs when they had LeBron and Chris yeah. Bosh and Dwayne Wade. They did it to him three times in one series <laughs> against like the same team. It was That's ridiculous. Funny. Just if you're on, if you're a coach. And you have to pick And you one. have Paul George on your team, and you're down. I'll take him out of the game. I might take him out of the game. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't give him that. <laughs> so that was really – that game winner was something special, something yeah. we've been missing throughout all of quarantine. So I feel like a lot of games have been blowouts. Like, a lot of games have – games have either been blowouts or they've been going to overtime. Yeah, so nothing – like we need like excitement. Yeah, so that was an exciting game. Love to see it. And that put that um, let's talk about the Clippers now. So the Clippers are probably the deepest team in basketball, and they're probably the best team in basketball, or the second best team. I think they're the second best team. Let's talk about our contender. Who we have as contenders for the NBA Finals this year? Lakers. I think there's almost like eight. Okay, Lakers. The Lakers are one for Clippers. sure. The Clippers. The Bucks. Yes. Um Toronto, I think you gotta put in there. I think Toronto is. I think Boston is. Boston, yep. I think Denver has an actual shot to make it out. This Denver team, they've been playing so so. They've won their last their last two games in a row now. You have an MVP caliber player in Nikola Jokic. Joker. The Joker, man. He has been playing outstanding. I've been I I haven't really watched a lot of Nuggets games before. I've I catch them every now and then. I've been watching them during this bubble. They are a very interesting team to watch. The way they pass the ball and work as a team. They have so many guys that can get you a bucket whenever you need it. And they are so lengthy. Yeah, they're they play they play the opposite of the um Houston Rockets. Rockets. I think they're another team that could be there. Yes, that's five, I believe. Lakers, Clippers. Lakers, Clippers, Denver, Milwaukee, Toronto, and... Boston. That's six. Boston and Houston. Seven. But um, Miami might be close. Like, Miami and Indiana, they're a solid team, too. But um, go back. Denver, man, they spread the ball out. They can go inside. They have really good three-point shooters. They've been playing well without Jamal Murray. They're arguably second-best player. And talking about best players on their team, Michael Porter is balling finally, out. Finally. They unleashed him. He hasn't really been able to play. He's been getting sparing minutes throughout the season going into the bubble. You know, due to the injury he suffered his rookie year, he didn't play a single minute his rookie season. This is basically his actual rookie season. So hey, could he win rookie of the year like no, Ben Simmons? He's not going to okay, cool. Because I mean, Ben Simmons did that and he took it away from Ben. Did if Porter would have played the whole season? There's a argue. There's you could argue it because you argue it, but if I, he was playing the way he is now, now yes, dude has put up two straight great games. But Ja Morant is still a rookie. Of the yeah, Ja's rookie of the year. I don't think that's even arguable at this point. But Michael Porter, man. He's becoming their third best player. Yeah. And he is their rookie. This Denver team is something to watch out for in the next decade. Jokic, Porter, Jamal Murray. They have really good guys like Gary Harris and Will Barton. 
guys that can defend all the positions on the court, like Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee is a solid backup center, and one of the biggest question marks in the NBA, Bull Bull, dude. Bull Bull. Bull, Bull he hasn't really gotten playing time. But what he did. I think did, he'll develop as his career goes by. I mean, what he did, he got, he went double-double. And you know what happened right after that game? Drug tested. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, he's a second-round pick. He hasn't done anything all year. And then going into the bubble, he was the talk of the town yeah. during those uh, scrimmage games. Yeah, he put a double-double up and then got drug tested. Understandable. It's still funny. Let's go ahead. Let's have a live read real quick, and then we'll be right back in. All right. This is the pregame podcast. If you're in need of top of the line lawn care service, look no further than Three Bros. Call 419 262 4434. That is 419 262 4434 for an estimate today. When you need a mow, call a bro. Three Bros and a mower for all your lawn care and garden needs. Welcome back to the pregame podcast. I'm Jackson Galt here with Jacob Bortel, and we are back with basketball, baby. Now, Jake, going into the bubble, there's been a lot of good things to talk about, but there have also been some teams that have been very disappointing to watch, and I know you have a very big connection with one of these teams if you want to go ahead and take the lead. Why can't you be good, dang it? Come on, I mean... The Pelicans, they're coming in. Zion Williamson. The only reason, the only reason that it's this many teams in the bubble is to get Zion in this thing. Yep. Only reason they have a plan from nine and eighth seed is so because that Zion, Zion can play. Playoffs. And you know what happens? First game, nothing. Playing fifteen minutes, minutes if that. It was fifteen. So they second game, fifteen get, more. Yeah, like. Let him off the leash. He's a beast. They didn't let him off until the third game against the struggling Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Another team disappointing. Yeah, Memphis, a team everyone was excited to watch. John Morant, Rookie of the Year, eighth seed, team surprise team of the league up there with um OKC. I mean, Memphis has lost all their games, and then Jaron Jackson getting hurt, that doesn't help out. So it just really sucks to see these good but, young talents. Man, everyone wanted to see the Pelicans in the playoffs. Yeah, Lonzo back in there. Lonzo, JJ Reddick's playoff streak. He has been in like thirteen his years. Whole career, he's been in the playoffs until this year. I don't think they'll make it. They bet if they don't. I'm demanding a trade right now. If I'm JJ team. I want to be traded right now to some playoff contender. <laughs> I don't know if you want to get traded when you have a guy like Zion, man. That's true. You know, B.I. But will he? Been kind of will he? Will J.J. be like, well, this year really doesn't count. We didn't play all our games. Yeah, you can use that excuse if you were J.J. Reddick. I think you do. B.I. B.I. was struggling. He He's kind of he came on the game before. Yeah, but he hasn't played well up to that point and. While he's been in the game, that te- they don't really work well because he's such an ISO-dependent player. So it's just sad to see. They don't play any defense at all. No, they're, I mean, none. They're like James Harden when he comes to defense. They don't play any. They really don't. And 
you know, the teams that they face, they've had like a semi decent schedule. Like you, the struggling Utah Jazz, like they haven't really been playing all that no. well. They won today, but they beat the Grizzlies. So, like we were saying, yeah, really so not the big. So they've been a struggle to watch. The worst team, who's actually a playoff team somehow, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh my gosh, why did they even get invited to? The, I understand they kind of had to be. They kind of had, but I mean, that team is awful. That's before they knew Kyrie. Well, no, Kyrie's been out. KD's been out. Dinwiddie got COVID. Um, Torian Prince got COVID. The whole team is out. They played 11 G Leaguers the other day. 11! 11 G Leaguers? Yes, and Jamal Crawford's 40 year old self. That team, why are they there? It's just an easy W for anybody, unless you're the Bucks. But the Bucks gave their. They gave Giannis and everyone else like half the game off. Like, all right, go ahead and relax. And they're. I think they're easily the. Let's rank the teams we like to watch. All Lakers right. number probably up. They're up there. I hate watching the Lakers, and here's why: they play just boring basketball to me. They don't move the ball well. When LeBron's on, he's on, but he's yeah. sometimes he is just a drag to watch because LeBron drags out these possessions, holding the ball at the top of the key. Then he finally does a decision with like three seconds left. Okay. <laughs> LeBron, literally, you can, this is a Lakers play drawn up. LeBron, top of the key, passes him the ball with about eight seconds left. Pitt comes in from Davis, drives inside, either A, shoots it, kicks it to the corner, or throws it to Davis. Every possession, it's the same thing. And they're, when they do play fast, they're fun to watch. Yeah. But that team can just bore me to death. And, they just don't have that chemistry right now that they had earlier in the season. That's why they have to start giving it their all. I agree. Um, another team that I really don't like watching, the Boston Celtics. Oh, um, my God. They're so boring to watch. Literally, when Jason Tatum isn't going off, that team is boring. Yes. They have Brad Wanamaker, Alize, or whatever his name is, Ennis Cantor. I don't like watching these players. dude. Jalen Brown's cool. Jason Tatum's cool, but I I even like Daniel Tice, but even Kemba Walker, like he isn't playing the same way he's played his no. whole career. He just isn't. I like when a team can revolve around a guy and they work through him. Another, they team, don't work that. Another way. team fun to watch. I like watching the Grizzlies, like seeing Ja dunk and everything when he gets a fast break yeah. or. Like John Morant, the way he moves on a court yeah. is like silk. Him and Shea Gilchrist Alexander, they move. They are just different how they get through defenders. They get around them. They get these crazy angles and passes. Today I was watching the Grizzlies game. Ja, oh, were you supposed to be working then? I was working. Oh, working. Okay. So Jog, he jumps up, and he's about to get a layup, but the center comes up with him. He fakes a pass. This is all while he's standing up. Okay. He fakes the shot, fakes a pass to the corner, and dumps it down to Valanchunas for a layup. You try and do that by yourself. You can't. Without a defender on you. While you're in the air, pump faking, pump faking again, and then passing it down low to a guy. I mean, it's unreal, the playmaking ability that he has. 
That's why the Grizz when he's on, the when Grizzlies on. are when fun to watch. When he's five of twenty and he's costing you money in DraftKings, that's you fall seems, asleep. You fall asleep. I hate it. <laughs> the Pelicans. Pelicans are trash to watch too, dude. No, they're you electric. Like watching them? I like watching them when Zion's on, Lonzo's on, Bi's on. The thing is, they on. haven't been. Though. They haven't been, but when they are, they're electric to watch. Watch Lonzo with his great passes to Zion out of nowhere, and to see Zion come up from out of nowhere. Yeah, man, our little kids. I swear, they talked about Lonzo's three-point shooting ability. Like it's gotten better. It's gotten better. I don't think I've seen him make a three this whole time. I don't know how many he's actually made. Whenever I watch, dude just throws up bricks. Yeah, and he he has a super quick trigger about him too. See what I think they need to do is because they have all these uh fans on there, right? They're when they they all have they're like these fans on there, right? Like, yep. Put Lavar on there and give him us <laughs> give him like able they they should able to hear him and just have him start yelling at Lonzo the whole time. Lavar should commentate. For yes, Americans. that's something I'd be interested in watching. Team, I really like watching the, when they're actually playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh my god, that team is. Giannis is just such a freak of nature. That's what they call him the Greek freak. It takes him literally two dribbles to get down the court. From like the other end of the court, two. He's ridiculous. He's such a beast. The way they can move the ball around. Eric Bledsoe, he really gels that team together with their passing ability. They have three-point shooters all over the court. Just athletic guys. They're a great team to watch. Along with Toronto, they have a lot of the same qualities. My, they obviously don't have a Giannis, yeah. but the team I've been amazed by watching. You know who is who? The Detroit Pistons. They're doing unbelievable right now. They are getting Jay Cole out there. You yep, know? <laughs> dude, they're balling. They're not even. Do you in... think Jay Cole can make the NBA? Yes. No. Okay. Why? Hater. He is thirty years You're a hater. old. You're a hater. Jay Cole is thirty. I don't care. There's no way. He's a walking bucket. He didn't make college. He's a walking bucket. Okay, you're comparing that. Michael Jordan didn't make his freshman basketball team. You know what happened Michael then? Jordan. You know, you know what happened then? Best player ever. Goat. One, he was a sophomore. There's a reason he didn't make varsity. He was 16. He, he got caught. He didn't have a growth spurt yet. Who he cares? had a growth spurt going into his junior year. That's the thing. That's the most annoying quote of all time. Ooh. You can do it. Michael Jordan got cut from his high school team. He was 16 years old. Who cares? Like JV. Of course he's getting cut from varsity. He's freaking five foot. He had a growth spurt in junior year. Guess what? He played varsity then. Damn right he did. You know what else happened? He came, he came on to be the best player ever. Because his, his mentality, second to none. No, it's, it's his mentality and Kobe's, the two best. LeBron doesn't have that mentality. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Does anyone say that? Oh, I have the LeBron mentality. Yes. No, no. I've not heard one person. I heard, hey, I have Jordan's mentality of not losing and hearing stuff. Oh, you said good game to me? I'm kicking your ass next game. Uh, yeah, it's easy. Oh, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but, and then you hear Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality. You know, I don't hear anything. Oh, I have the LeBron mentality. That's because they're, that's their brand. You know what LeBron's brand is? Winning. Really? Consistently. Yeah. Okay. He's not the GOAT. Not even close. He's three. You're crazy. Another team I really enjoy watching, the Dallas Mavericks, and that's for Luka Doncic. No. Tell them the real reason you like watching Dallas. 
right now. Oh, and Boban Moriarty. Yeah, that's the only course. reason you like watching that. Boban, the seven foot six beast out of Serbia. Absolute monster of a man. I met him in real life. He could probably put his pinky and thumb around my face. Dude's a beast, dude. Dallas has been great to watch. Luka Doncic, MVP. He's in that conversation. Dude's going to be a stud. And he already is a stud. He's going to be in MVP conversations the rest of his career, as long as he stays healthy. And also, I really enjoy watching OKC play. I love – I didn't realize how much I liked Chris Paul until this bubble came around. I like Portland. Watching Portland Oh, play. Portland's cool, Portland's too. Really yeah. But, um, you got anything else to add? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think we covered a lot of the, everything we need to cover. It's been a while since we've done this, kind of missing it. Yeah. We gotta get back into it. We're gonna get back into the podcast some more. Sorry about the length between episodes. We'll get it together. We just kinda it's kinda hard because like there wanna... haven't been sports. Yeah. Football hasn't had a lot of news. Basketball finally came back. So we kinda just... wanna get a few games to watch so we can come back and be like make these podcasts a lot entertaining and more entertaining and everything. So Yeah. So all right. Thank you so much for listening today. Follow us on Instagram, the pregame podcast, Jacob Bortel35 on Instagram and Twitter, Jack Galt7, and I don't even, Jackson Galt on Instagram. Shout out the hacker. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Share yep, us with your friends you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you guys can find a podcast, we're on it. And one more thing before we go, I got to give my a shout out to my little cousins down in Columbus. It's uh, cool. They, They'll be with their dad, and they're like, we want to listen to the podcast. They'll say podcast like three times when they're in the car, so they'll want to listen to it. I want to give a shout-out to you guys, Ben and Henry. What's up, guys? What's up, Ben and Henry? Thank you guys for listening. And yeah, being thanks, guys. Listeners, we appreciate it. Jake, we got a birthday, don't we? Yeah, Ben's birthday's coming up on Sunday. It's your birthday! birthday! Happy shout birthday, out, ben. ben. Happy birthday. I don't know how old you're turning, but good for you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been the pre-game podcast. See you guys.